This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Overnight, news broke in New York that Donald Trump had been indicted by a Manhattan grand jury. It's big news and we don't know exactly the nature of the indictment because that remains sealed until Donald Trump surrenders himself to the authorities in New York, which is expected to happen this week. It comes at the end of a long game that has been going on between the prosecutors in New York and Donald Trump. And we're joined now from Washington by Niall Stanage. Niall is associate editor of The Hill newspaper and White House columnist for The Hill. Niall, much was made of this. It was the lead everywhere in terms of news stories. It's not quite as dramatic as it looks at first sight. However... He is the first American president, sitting or former, to ever be indicted. Yeah, that's right. It is a historic moment in that sense that this is the first time this has ever happened. Didn't happen, for example, to President Nixon a generation ago over Watergate. So it is an important matter. I think you're quite right in mentioning in your question that there. it's a complicated point because... This case, from what we know, is not, to say the least, the strongest case against Trump or the gravest threat that he faces. We can go into exactly what the nature of the case is or what we think it is, but basically it's a very thin reed uh, upon which to hang such a, a moment of heavy historical importance. The grand jury in New York has found that there is a case to answer, Mr. Trump, is said to have paid hush money to an adult actress, Stormy Daniels, and to have paid via his then lawyer $130,000 so that Stormy Daniels would keep quiet as he was running for president. This would have, of course, complicated his life. It was believed, but we've subsequently learned nothing much complicates life for Donald Trump. But of all the things he faces... For example, charges in Georgia about trying to persuade an election official 
to find votes that would enable him to win, votes that didn't exist. And, of course, the Mar-a-Lago confidential top-secret documents case, also very serious. Niall, this isn't as serious, we believe, as other matters that Mr. Trump will have to face. Nevertheless, someday next week, he's going to go in and have his mugshot taken and learn, we'll all learn then, precisely what the charge is. Exactly. And I mean, obviously, the image of him being photographed will ricochet around the world instantly, assuming that it is publicly released. That in itself will be a huge moment. It'll be a a massive media circus whenever he is arraigned. But you're right, that will... uh, shortly be followed by the unsealing of the indictment, and we will see the real substance of these allegations. Now, if these allegations pertain only to the Stormy Daniels matter, I think the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, will be on rather shaky ground legally and particularly politically. We have to, though, also be um, candid or transparent about what we don't know. It is possible that the indictment may be Uh, suggests some more wide-ranging pattern of behaviour. Even if it does that, though, your point is still very valid. When you look at the other probes he faces, the matter in Georgia, the matter in Mar-a-Lago about classified documents, and, of course, the events leading up to and on January the 6th, 2021 itself, those things are of clear and fundamental importance to the functioning of American democracy. It's very hard to make the argument that a payoff to uh, an adult actress who claims she had sex with him in 2006 reaches that uh, level of importance. Yes, and indeed a charge like that diminishes in a way if he successfully, you know, gets the sympathy of his backers and people. He can create the idea there is a witch hunt against him And this is part of it, as are the other more serious matters that you've referred to. So it builds up this idea of martyrdom and the Republican candidate or possible Republican candidate for the next election being discriminated against or bugged unfairly by an establishment. Sure, absolutely. And I mean, if there was a national Republican primary held today, Donald Trump would win walking away. I mean, there's just no question about that because even in the hours since the uh, since we got news that he was being indicted, we have been seeing Republicans in elected office rally around him once again. Um, you know, even Ron DeSantis, who is expected to run against him, referring to the weaponization of the legal system. Uh, our old friend Kevin McCarthy talking about injustice. So you're seeing Republicans rallying to that Trump flag right now. He will obviously make use of that. And to your point, he will make use of any weaknesses in this particular case to cast aspersion or to yes. discredit these more grave matters that we've been talking about. Yeah, the key person here is the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, who is a Democrat and an African-American and young and ambitious, because there have been investigations in New York against Trump for all kinds of, you know, misdemeanors and crimes, indeed, for a very long time now. 
Yeah, there have. And uh, Alvin Bragg has decided to go forth to be the first person to jump in with an actual indictment. It's maybe worth just briefly outlining what we think his case is about, which is this payoff to Stormy Daniels. But in legal terms, it's about the idea that Trump or Trump's organization reimbursed Michael Cohen for the payment to Stormy Daniels. And the question is whether that expense was falsely accounted for by Trump or the Trump organization, and whether the payments amounted to a breach of federal election laws. Yes. Those matters have been looked at previously by other prosecutors who have decided not to prosecute. Alvin Bragg, who ran for that position as a Democrat, it's an elected position, the district attorney in in Manhattan, uh, has always implied that he would be uh, perhaps more rigorous against Trump than some people. He has decided to go first in this when other prosecutors haven't uh, done so. It's also worth pointing out, and Trump supporters will certainly point out, this is believed to be the first time that a New York, uh, a New York official, in other words, not a federal official, yes. appears to be thinking of charging a crime related to the federal election laws. Uh, that has never happened before. We don't know for sure Bragg is going to go for that, but it's certainly a possibility. Right. Now, the whole vista that opens up now has Trump cast as the persecuted hero marching through all of this to win the nomination from Ron DeSantis or whoever else may choose to run against him for the Republican nomination for the presidency next year in 2024. So... The question is, his poll numbers against Mm. DeSantis were pretty poor and he was kind of languishing a bit and has been for a few months. But Mm. quite apart from this business in New York, his poll numbers recently have improved significantly, haven't they? They have, at least in some polls. I mean, there was one poll, for example, just this past week that showed his uh, advantage over DeSantis at 30 points that had doubled in this from the same a survey from the same pollsters a, a comparatively short time before a few weeks or a month before so there has been certainly a sign that Trump is strengthening in the Republican primary um he is quite clearly the front runner again and i think what you have seen is a sort of um Uh, coming together of Republicans behind him in a way that seemed much less certain. Say at the end of last year, you know, there'd been the midterm elections, his endorsees had done badly, people had been making the argument that he is an electoral millstone around the Republican Party's neck. That sort of um, fragmentation appears to have healed up again behind him. And of course, this matter that we're talking about, the the Alvin Bragg case against him, is only likely to accelerate that process and to bring even more people within the Republican Party to his side. Yes, and I mean, if the Donald himself was writing a script Mm. in which he would emerge (laughs) as the hero, Mm. having defeated this awful man, this awful district attorney who was out to, quote, unquote, get him. Mm. It strengthens him for the sort of the fights that are to come. The most significant appears to be the one in Georgia in some ways. Now, can you tell us about that? Mm -hmm. This was a state official. It was seen on television. It was recorded. Mm. I saw it in which Mm. he's asking 
pleading and cajoling and bullying a senior official in the state of Georgia who was a Republican and who did vote for Trump to find some votes, enough votes precisely to win Georgia, which he had actually lost. That's right. And this, I agree with you, is, in my view, the most serious legal challenge Trump faces, precisely because the evidence is so clear-cut and is already out there in the public domain, as you've just mentioned. This was a, a phone call during the time after which Trump had lost the election but was seeking to stay in power. And he, as the sitting president of the United States, called the Secretary of State in Georgia, a man by the name of Brad Raffensperger, really a very conservative Republican. Yes. And Trump, in a rather ominous sort of Tony Soprano style, told Raffensperger to find him the precise number of votes needed to overturn President Biden, then President-elect Biden's uh, relatively small margin of victory in Georgia. That matter and associated efforts by Trump allies is being looked into by a prosecutor near Atlanta, a woman by the name of Fanny Willis, and she has really been uh, working hard. I mean, she is a grand jury. There's a lot of stuff that's not in the public eye there yet. But the nature of the case added to the seriousness of the underlying matter yes. makes that one really very, very significant and, frankly, far more significant than the Alvin Bragg case. Yes, but the Alvin Bragg case, the New York attorney, district attorney, his case can help if it's shown to be feeble and in any way biased. It can help soften the Georgia blow, if you like, and create an impression in a very impressionable company among very impressionable people, i.e. Trump supporters, that they're out to get their man. Mm -hmm. No question. No question. And we're already seeing um, comments from Trump supporters and even from one of his sons suggesting that all of this is sort of an elite effort to to nobble Trump to really mm. get at the people who support Trump. It's this idea that the elites are out to get the the plain people who back the Donald. Yes. Now, that the argument of political motivation, frankly, can be made in, in the Alvin Bragg case. The problem is that that argument then gets used or transposed yes. or replicated to undercut things like Georgia, things like Mar-a-Lago, things like January the 6th, where there is quite blatantly on its face a, a serious case for Trump to answer. Yes, and just before we leave the New York business, Trump's former lawyer and fixer, in chief, Michael Cohen mm. is the person who allegedly handed the money to Stormy Daniels, $130,000. Cohen in, went to prison, in fact, mm. for, I think, three years. Mm. And the crime was to do with campaign financing. Is that, am I right in that? You're you're broadly right. He pled he pleaded guilty to charges that included campaign financing right. uh, violations. There was also, and this is where it gets complicated. He also pleaded guilty to a completely separate matter regarding tax evasion, which was nothing to do nothing right. to do with Trump actually. Um, but yes, I mean Michael Cohen, frankly, is a fairly shady character because he was Trump's fixer. I mean, I remember him as a sort of a 
bruiser who was utilised to sort of shout at journalists if they were going to write negative stories about his boss. And he has now transformed himself into this sort of anti-Trump resistance hero, which is a transformation I uh, raise my eyebrows about a little bit. But he is likely going to be a central witness, perhaps the central witness in this New York case against Trump. Now, we have to move on from it because although there will be a show next week when the Donald is obliged to turn up to have his mugshot taken and presumably his supporters will turn up as well. So there will be a show next week. But let's move on to news we got also overnight that Joe Biden, the president, will visit Ireland for five days sometime after Easter. And I want to ask you about the Biden-Trump-DeSantos picture overall, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. if you don't mind now. Sure. The Trump-DeSantos thing is fascinating in its own way. I note that DeSantis issued a statement about this New York business without mentioning, I think, the Donald's name. Correct. But they are going to presumably... Nikki Haley is also in the race, but they are probably going to be the two leading figures in the campaign for the Republican nomination to run for president against Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. And at the moment, it looks like Trump has had this amazing comeback. Mm. And, And it isn't to do with this case we're talking about in New York. What do you think it is to do with? I think it's to do with a couple of things. One is the fact that Trump is going hard against DeSantis. He's nicknamed him Ron DeSanctimonious. He started talking about him. He started releasing videos attacking him. I think it is also the fact that DeSantis, a comment that we talked about, has sort of come back to bite DeSantis a little bit. DeSantis talked about the fact that the war in Ukraine was a territorial dispute between Russia and Ukraine and that America had no vital interest at stake. Even though that isolationist position is uh, not that far removed from Trump's own position, for whatever reason, DeSantis has got more stick for it, even from other Republicans. And so that may possibly have uh, sort of hollowed out his case to some extent made him seem less formidable. And I think maybe, maybe it goes into this idea that we haven't really seen DeSantis properly on the national stage. He has been a very successful governor of Florida, electorally speaking, a very controversial one in policy terms, but he won re-election last November by almost 20 points. But he hasn't really been exposed to the level of scrutiny that he's about to get And so we'll see how that shakes out. At the moment, it's shaking out to Donald Trump's advantage. Yeah, just one thing about Trump. Something he said yesterday about Putin. He praised him. Mm. (laughs) That's precise words escaping, but the headline on CNN was Trump praises Putin, and he praised him for standing up for his principles or something. Right. Am I losing my mind? I, 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 I don't think you're losing your mind. I have been on, uh, on indictment watch 24-7, so I'm not sure. Okay. We praised him as savvy, uh, if I That's remember it, yeah. correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there was, um, you know, Trump, obviously, his relationship with Putin uh, is 
perplexing to a lot of people. And it is certainly perceived that he is overly soft on Putin. So I guess just to connect this to the point that you're um, referring to, I mean, it, it is peculiar that DeSantis has got so much backlash for enunciating a position that, is not that different from Trump's. Um, now, maybe it's, as I say, part of this broader argument about whether DeSantis is going to sort of live up to his billing. Maybe other things feed into it where Trump has attacked him for exaggerating his successes in Florida. Yeah. But it's a it's curious business. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Now, when Biden has not yet committed to running for the presidency in 2024. Do you believe he will, Niall? I do. I think it's highly unlikely at this point that he backs away, barring some massive health event. Yeah. And if he does run, who would be? I think you implied to us a few weeks ago that maybe he'd be better off taking on Trump, who at the time was not doing so well in the polls, than DeSantis, What's your view now? I would still actually hold to that because I think we just need to disentangle the politics or dynamics of a Republican primary versus those of a general election. Uh, Trump is actually fairly unpopular with the general public. His unfavorable ratings are higher than anybody else's. Uh, And so I would still believe that Biden's best shot is a race against Trump. Uh, Biden against DeSantis, Biden against Nikki Haley. For a start, the generational differences are a much more stark display. DeSantis in his 40s and Haley in her early 50s uh, versus Biden, who would be, by the end of a second term, 86. Uh, That alone, I think, would be problematic for him. And our Kevin, Mm. or my Kevin, as Donald talks about the speaker, of the House of Representatives. 
I think Mike Evans was out of the traps early last night to condemn the grand jury and to support the Donald. Yes, he was, absolutely. He was uh, talking about the fact that the, the American people will not tolerate this injustice, was um, Kevin McCarthy's view of it, um, which is important beyond just sort of him wanting to prove his fealty to Trump, because, of course, he's the Speaker of the House of Representatives. The House of Representatives have, have some uh, powers here, and there is an effort by Trump allies there to bring in Alvin Bragg to testify to them. Now, this gets again entangled in the federal versus state uh, powers uh, debate. But, uh, you know, clearly Trump allies in the House, including Kevin McCarthy, are going to uh, spring to his defense here and, and make these kinds of arguments. All right. Finally, uh, Niall, the prospect of Biden's visit to Ireland North and South. He's going to spend a day in Belfast, your hometown, Mm -hmm. and four days with his kinfolk down here. (laughs) Um, But it is important. It has some significance for the politics of the Northern Ireland Protocol, which I won't bore you with. You, you, You know them anyway. But he's not coming for the Good Friday anniversary, which is Good Friday will be 25 years since the Good Friday Agreement or the Belfast Agreement, as it's sometimes called, was signed. He's not coming for that. He's coming later. But his affection for Ireland is undoubtedly genuine. He was here as vice president in 2016. Yeah, it is. I mean, in general, when the topic of Ireland and American politics comes up, I sometimes cringe a bit at the paddywhackery that tends to be involved. But in in Biden's case, I mean, he does feel a genuine uh, affinity to Ireland. He has been genuinely uh, well-versed in Irish affairs for a very, very long time. He is, of course, of a generation that not only remembers the Good Friday Agreement and the lead-up to it and the role played by people like George Mitchell in that yes. respect, but he remembers the days of the troubles that preceded it. It's easy for people, even if uh, you're of my generation, Eamon, to forget that there are a lot of people who don't really remember that yes. now, and, and a lot of American politicians for whom that is not such familiar history. So Biden does take the Irish heritage seriously, and I mean, this does go to the, the politics of the Northern Ireland Protocol. He does take the need or the imperative to protect the Good Friday Agreement seriously. That's really his bottom line in all yep. of these discussions that have been going on. Just a final and brief question. Niall, Biden is getting great praise in Europe for the way that he has galvanized NATO and Europe and the way he has resisted Putin's invasion and helped Ukraine. He has been, you know, given great kudos for that, and rightly in my view, because NATO was kind of falling apart. Would we lose all that if somebody less tuned in to Europe and NATO concerns were to be the next president. I think you would lose it. Yeah. You you would lose it, I think, if Donald Trump were to become the next president. Right. I mean, because Trump Trump doesn't really care about that stuff. No, he doesn't. In fact, yeah. is somewhat hostile to it. And it would seem from these early indications that you would lose it with Ron DeSantis. Now, uh, there are other Republicans who take a more um, 
conventional line on these things, but none of them are challenging Trump or DeSantis in the polls. So that thing that you're putting forth, Biden's engagement with the world and engagement with the Ukraine conflict and capacity to hold together a Western coalition on the Ukraine war, that would be... uh, imperiled at the very least if uh, either of those two leading Republicans were to succeed him. Okay, now we're very grateful to you for joining us this morning. Uh, That's Niall Stanich and we're grateful to Niall always to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.